Welcome to the Metabolic MD. Health means everything. We all seek optimal health, but most of us do not know how to achieve it. Dr. Paul Kaladze has spent a career in the emergency department. Now, he helps his patients avoid ever ending up there. During these podcasts, you'll learn how you can lose weight and prevent and reverse disease through new technology, a modified diet, and the use of some new recently approved FDA medications. This information is not meant to be medical advice. Please seek consultation from your own medical provider. Let's listen in. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to the Metabolic MD with Dr. Paul Kolasik. I'm Terry O'Brien, your co-host. Today, the title of this podcast is Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. What do I mean? Just this morning, I heard some news about how Oprah is now, through Weight Watchers, they have a way of promoting the GLP-1 medications, which is semi-glutides, trisipatide, Wagovi, Zepbound, all those things. Now it seems like the big Hollywood celebs are now backing this thing. We knew they were doing it before, right, Dr. Paul? But now we hear that Oprah is pushing this. She's a user of this medication. This is huge. You've been doing this for years, right? Yeah, we've been doing this for five years, absolutely. And so now the big guys are coming out with their GLP-1 medication programs. Yeah. You know, and that's okay, Terry. You know, I mean, I enjoy, you know, being a practitioner, working with my nurse practitioners and PAs, providing personalized service to patients in the states that I, you know, am licensed, uh, where we can provide a lot of one-on-one care instead of kind of a mass approach to utilization of these medicines. Yeah, so I guess if, you know, to kind of start this off with a summary, the summary is the difference between what Weight Watchers and uh, Henry Meds and Roe medications are doing right, they're, they're kind of going after the mass market, whereas you're a boutique. Right. You have a program that involves weight loss medicines, but also involves a very personalized approach uh, in, the, in your patients that have used you, you can right. go online and check this out. You have very high ratings on Google. Right. Right? Yeah. And that's because you're given personalized Actually, approach. we have 52 five-star ratings, all 100% five-star ratings, which I'm very proud of. Uh, you should be. So yeah. 52, which means, again, you're a boutique. You're not yeah. going after 1,000, right? You're going after people in the, the market we belong in, Dayton, Ohio, you also have some business in Phoenix. So. Indianapolis, Indiana, Florida, and right. Arizona. And you're, because you're telemedicine, you can do this. Right. And, you know, it's, it's not hard to get in to, to meet you or to be on your program, but uh, people sometimes feel like because you're specialized in this and you only have a few uh, places that you do this, that maybe you're hard to get into. But that's not true, is it? No, no, because I have a couple um, very knowledgeable, very experienced nurse practitioners and physician assistants that work with me. So we've been doing this podcast for about two years now, I think. Yeah. And we've been talking about these topics for two years, whereas now they're becoming very, very popular on right. the news, on Entertainment Tonight, all that stuff that we've already talked about in another podcast. Yeah, let's talk about, since you brought up Oprah, okay, Oprah. Let's, let's talk about Do you have Weight her Watchers. money, by the way? Do you have Oprah's money? No, I do not. 
Oh, okay. Right. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry to disappoint you there, Terry. <laughs> um, but basically, Weight Watchers made a corporate decision to make a switch. And, you know, it was um, not well received at times by the Weight Watchers faithful, people that have been with Weight Watchers for years. But I think Weight Watchers saw the writing on the wall and their executive, who's a woman whose name I can't remember right now, um, they decided uh, that they're going to um, integrate the use of the GLP-1 medications, Ozembic, Wigovi, um, Monjuro, Zepbound, into the services they provide. And, and to tell you the truth, I think that was a smart decision because the genie is out of the bottle with these medications and they are effective if used appropriately. Um, and they felt that, you know, they might be left in the dust if they stayed with their traditional meal plan box model without integrating this. And a number of other companies have looked at this as well. Golo and uh, Nutrisystems, they're right. all looking at this. Um, and, and I think that they have to do that because I think these are good medicines if used properly um, and uh, they can be integrated into a comprehensive uh, wellness and metabolic health improvement program. So one of, the, one of the things I heard this morning as I was uh, getting ready, all of a sudden it comes on the TV and I ducked my head out the door to listen. Um, by 2031, 15% of Americans, 15% of Americans will be on a medication of some sort like this. Yeah. Well, you, you know, the original indication for these medications was diabetes because these were medications that were found to lower blood sugar but not cause super low blood sugar, something called hypoglycemia. And then it was discovered by the drug companies that those patients lost weight. So then the drug companies went back and did studies uh, that found that patients without diabetes lost weight on these medications. Um, and now the drug companies, as you would expect them to do, that this is their business model, um, you know, they're looking for all other kinds of indications for this. So there are studies underway that, oh, these medications control fatty liver disease. You're less likely to get fatty liver disease or reverse fatty liver disease. 5% of blood pressure you get, you get lower. I'm looking at yeah. a little chart right yeah. here that other, was on their website. Other metabolic health benefits. Um, yeah, uh, another big one is if you've already had a cardiovascular event, study out a couple weeks ago, um, if if you've already had a cardiovascular event, that's a fancy way of saying heart attack or a stroke. Um, if you're on these medications, you can reduce your risk of a subsequent one by 20%. So again, the genie's out of the bottle. These are going to become very, very popular medications. The issue is them being prescribed prudently and appropriately. Um, and that's what I'm very proud of that we do in our practice. And we'll talk about what that means in terms of a comprehensive program and avoiding the downsides of these medications. So a couple of things that I didn't know, right? And th this is interesting. On their website, right, they're saying sleep apnea. Yeah. People, and there's a lot of people who suffer from that. Yeah. You know, this can reduce some of that. Yeah, it's issues. A, it's a weight related. Sleep apnea is often a weight related thing. All right, and yeah. and then uh, arthritis. 
Yeah. Well, we've known that for years in my practice, even before the GLP-1 medications even came out. Uh, our focus, of course, has been low-carb diets, making sure blood sugar is lower and stabilized. Um, and blood sugar causes an inflammatory process. So the reason people get kidney disease from diabetes or peripheral neuropathy is because their blood vessels get attacked. Um, and if you can lower blood sugar, you can lower inflammation in the blood vessels. But the same thing happens in joints with cartilage. If you can decrease the amount of glucose in your system and there's less glucose, which is inflammatory, attached to your blood vessel linings or your cartilage, you're going to have decreased joint pain as well. Well, it's bottom line, folks, is it sounds like this medicine will take care of a lot of the other issues that are being treated by other medicines, right? So as this medicine begins pop, becoming more popular and popular, the other medicines may be, uh, see a reduction in the need for them, correct? That's certainly a possibility if people follow a program correctly. So we've talked in many times on a podcast about the cost of these medicines. They're not yeah. cheap. No, they aren't cheap. And right now they're not really covered by insurance. Uh, limited coverage for If you're insurance. diabetic. Yeah, if you're diabetic, generally these medicines are covered. Um, if you're taking them purely for weight loss, and there's no other indications that have been approved. I just talked about cardiac events and fatty liver disease, none of those have been approved by the FDA yet. Um, but if you're uh, taking these medications uh, primarily for weight loss, insurance coverage is, is, is very limited. And that's why you know, there are options in terms of the compounded medicine, the non-brand name medicine, which is still expensive at about a third the cost. These, the brand name medicines are generally $1,000 out of pocket, if not covered. Per month. Per month. For four shots. For four shots, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but the compounded medicine, which can be obtained through specialized providers like Metabolic MD, um, can be obtained usually for about a third the cost or so. All right. So how do, is Weight Watchers using compound MS? Do we even know at this point? I, I don't know exactly what they're doing right now. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. so we don't know what the other guys are doing. We haven't done that much research into yeah. competition. Because yeah. What we do though is if we can get, if we have people that are covered by insurance, then we'll, we'll use that so they can get the medicine as inexpensively as possible. Um, but the compounded medication with dosing considerations, et cetera, is an option as well. So this thing that is being used by Oprah and now promoted by Oprah's company, Weight Watchers, which she's a, an investor in, um, is has been known as the Weight Watch, the the weight loss way for the stars. Right? It seems like celebrities have been using this for a year or two now. Yeah. Like Sharon Osbourne and yeah. and uh, Tracy Morgan and people like that. Yeah, as I told you before, I'm I'm pop culture illiterate, so yeah, I'm well. sorry if I'm not up on all that. You don't know Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> I do know. I do know. Yeah, it's, it's Sharon Osbourne, his wife, who's probably more popular yeah. than Ozzy. I like yeah. both of them, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so this has been going on a while on the West Coast, and it's now seems like it's becoming mainstream. Yeah. It, do you think this is just a blip, or is this a long-term thing? No, it's a long-term thing. They're good medicines, but we got to... They're good medicines, and they can have effective results. The cost is a downside. We need to talk about the other potential downsides, because there's a way to use these medicines where you just throw medicine at the pop problem. Oh, it's the magic pill that somebody can take, which... 
is not generally going to turn out for people well unless they want to commit to be on this medicine for their entire life. And then there's the prudent way to use the medicine, which we're very proud of having utilized for many years. All right. So, again, last time we covered this, but just for the folks who are joining us for the first time, because I said Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. Describe what a GLP-1 is. So a GLP-1 medication is a medication that mimics a gastrointestinal hormone that is actually formed in the lining of the stomach. And these hormones have three primary actions. We call them mechanisms of actions. So what do they do? So when you take this exogenously, which means you take a shot of it as opposed to it being a natural hormone in your system, it does three things. It decreases gastric emptying. That's a fancy way of saying medicine, excuse me, food stays in your stomach for a longer period of time. So you get less hungry again soon. You get fuller sooner. Um, The second mechanism of action is something that we've been doing with low-carb diets for years, which is it lowers blood sugar. And when you're lowering blood sugar, then the organs in your body who have a prefer a preference for blood sugar as a source of energy have to look for another source of energy and the source of energy they look for is fatty acids so that's when fat around the middle gets broken down and you use that for energy and it causes weight loss and then the third mechanism of action is that the GLP-1 medications have a direct effect on the brain in the hunger center the hypothalamus and they actually decrease hunger okay so it really is a natural occurring uh, enzyme, what do you call it? Uh, hormone. Hormone. Yeah. But you're just injecting a little bit more to subsidize the yeah. existing hormone? Yes. That's a good way to look at it. Okay. Uh, and when did they come out? Uh, they've been out just really just about three or four years. Again, first used for uh, diabetics, but then FDA approved for weight loss as well. So it's been out three or four years. So we really don't know if this is going to be that. You don't. You don't. So this is what I urge people to consider when they're looking at these medicines, which may be appropriate for them, may do some good for them. But you got to look at a few things. You know, they haven't been out for a long period of time, so we aren't going to know if there's a 20-year side effect to, to these that, you know, we don't know for another 15 or 20 years. So people should have that in the back of your mind. It's like any other medicine. If you need it, you use it, but you try and use it prudently. Um, number two is when you take these medicines and you lose weight, you also lose muscle mass. And so that's another downside which needs to be considered. Um, and that's why being part of a program, we emphasize strength training and protein intake to counter that. And then the, the third component is, is that there's weight regain when you go off the medicines. In general, what has been seen in the studies is you regain 60% of the weight that you lost. So if you lost 100 pounds, which some people do on this medicine, you regain 60 of those when you go off the medicines. So, um, you, you know, my focus for years has been and implementing changes, helping people implement changes where they're going to avoid those downsides of those medications. How do you avoid the long-term downsides? You know, this unknown, of is there a side effect 20 years down the road? Well, you use the medicine in lower doses as best you can and for a limited period of time. So you're going to minimize that. How do you counter the issue of muscle mass loss? Well, you make sure you're on a dietary regimen where you're getting adequate protein 
intake, um, and you're doing strength training so you can counter that muscle mass loss. Right. We lose 7% of muscle mass a decade after age 30 anyways. So you don't want to compound that with medications without addressing it effectively. I think taking these medicines without doing strength training is not a good idea, especially for women who are going to be at risk for osteoporosis long-term when the amount of muscle mass you have um, go ahead and, and relates to, to uh, the amount of osteoporosis you might eventually have. And the strength training, not cardiovascular, getting on the treadmill. You're talking about taking yeah. some small dumbbells yeah. and make sure you're doing some curls. Yeah, you got you, you to be adding stress to your muscles. You know, I told you I did a TikTok, got 1.3 million views, which was get off the gosh darn cardio machines, expletive cardio machines. And it basically was said, said you know, do your cardiovascular, but, you know, really, I believe, do the minimum of cardiovascular, according to the American Heart Association, and spend that extra three or four hours a week or whatever you got working out doing strength training because it's the most important thing. And then, and then the third component is this weight regain issue. You know, I personally believe that a low-carb diet is without a question the most sustainable diet. Um, I've had patients that have lost, you know, 50, 60, 100 pounds only doing low carbs with without the medicine. It's a very effective approach. I've studied it for five years now. And, and so implementing an associated sustainable lifestyle change, which a low-carb diet is, is a practice that will help you prevent that weight regain when you come off the medicine. And by the way, next week, Week we're doing another podcast. It's our Christmas podcast, and we're going to do it on low carb keto style foods. We're actually going to have a taste test group of people down here tasting these foods and giving honest opinions. So tune in next week for that. Uh, what have we left off about this craze? Again, every day I'm turning on the TV. Something's talking to us about uh, GLP-1, semi-glutide, Wagovis, things like that. Yeah, so well, I, I guess what I'd like to do is is really plug the time-tested approach that we take. Because a lot of these services um, out there now are you go to get the medicine, you go to the website, you fill out a medical form. So you're providing all your information up front. And, and then you have a very brief visit with a contracted medical provider. So, for example, Weight Watchers or Roe or Henry Meds doesn't have their own doctors and medical providers in-house. They contract out to another company that's going to review your information real quick on your form and say, here's the stamp of approval. We're sending you medicine. And a lot of times it's we're sending your medicine. Good luck. Um, so I, I'm, you know, having practiced now for 35 years, um, you know, I just, I guess I have a more traditional approach to, uh, you know, let's go ahead and gather information from the patient, but then bring them in. Let's talk in detail about your medical history, what your needs are, what's the best plan for you. So we really take a, a more detailed, more traditional, more comprehensive comprehensive approach. Let's talk about, you know, your diet. Let's talk about your strength training regimen. Let's talk about your medication regimen, which hopefully is not going to be the traditional doses of these medicines, which can go fairly high and which, you know, there may not be a physical addiction to, but you can certainly become psychologically addicted to. Um, and so we work through all these issues and then use the medicine prudently to help you meet your goals. All right, folks. Well, we just, we spontaneously wanted to do this podcast because of the news that came out uh, this morning about Weight Watchers and Oprah. Um, 
And what you've heard right now is there's there's three people that in this country that have a huge impact on a society. Uh, first one's Oprah, right? Second one's Taylor Swift. And I think I've decided now the third one is Dr. Paul Kalazic here with the Metabolic <laughs> MD. So if he starts dating Traver Kels, Travis Kelsey, we know we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Terry, I don't know where to go with that. We're going to sign off with that. All right, guys, we'll All right. see you later. Wait a second. Oh. Got to plug the book? Oh, plug the book. Okay. All right. So, again, uh, I'm licensed in Ohio, Indiana, Florida, and Arizona. 90% of our practice is telemedicine. It's a very personalized approach, one-on-one. Um, and then um, I wrote a book on this concept uh, about how we use continuous glucose monitors, um, those devices you see on the back of the arms of diabetics, to help guide the dietary portion of this program. It's on Amazon, best-selling book on continuous glucose monitor, CGMs on Amazon, um, the continuous glucose monitor revolution for non-diabetics. Um, and uh, that outlines a lot of what we've talked about in this podcast. Um, and then um, if you're interested in reaching out and doing a free phone consult with my staff and possibly getting on my or my medical staff schedule, you can do that by uh, looking at our website, metabolicmds.com metabolicmds.com and filling out the contact form well that says it all we will see you again next week for our Christmas food keto food taste test I'm, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it but we're going to do it anyway alright folks we'll see you then bye thank you for joining us on this episode of the Metabolic MD with Dr. Paul Kolodzik Please join us again for the next episode to hear how your metabolic health means everything and to learn tips on how to lose weight and possibly reverse some serious health conditions. This information is not meant to be medical advice. Please seek consultation from your own medical professional.